Bottoms up. Epi 36, 24, 36. What a winning combination. Because she's a milk shoot. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, and thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, we switch it up tonight. To my left is the engineering department, Nob, so we'll start with him. How you doing? I'm good. Good to be here. Excellent. And to my right, which is kind of weird, it's making everything feel unbalanced, is Blatto. Usually it's my left ear that takes the punishment, but tonight <laughs> it'll be my right. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going great. And uh, looking forward to this episode. Why would that be? Oh, because... Tell us, tell us. We are uh, mixing it up, I guess you oh, could say. Yeah, right? I like it. Or, yeah. or going straight in well, another direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for those that have been following Potoms Up, our uh, our thing is beer. Beer. Uh, but it's always been about <clears throat> the craft beers of Michigan. But Michigan is known for more than just craft beer. It is also made, uh, being uh, becoming well-known for craft uh, uh, spirits. Mm-hmm. So we thought, you know, kind of a change in pace. Let's review some of... Uh, Michigan's finest uh, liquors that are being distilled here in the state. Um, I feel like we reviewed a liquor last week, though. Uh, yes. Was... <laughs> yeah, 12%. Uh, uh, that was... Uh, that was high octane. <laughs> so that was 24-proof beer. That's uh, kicking beer. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess it would be. Right. Yeah, you know, I well, thought about that today for some reason. I'm like, 24 what was proof? the proof on that? Yeah. 24. Holy crap, that... That's kicking beer. I mean, that's more than halfway to where we're, what we're going to be tasting today, yep, right? Because yeah, you know, the, the the vodka that we're going to do today is mostly all uh, 40, 40 proof. I mean, forty percent. It'd be eighty. Eighty proof. Oh, so it's further away. Yeah. I'm, I'm using proof on one and percent on the other. It's about a quarter. So yeah, it's, it's new math. Yeah, <laughs> not to worry. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think what we're going to attempt to do here is we're going to try a couple of. Uh, Michigan vodkas, and um, we're going to have kind of like a first half and then the second half, bringing in some new vodkas, and one of them we have to kind of actually uh, sort of create, uh, right? Fred, you you brought a kit. Yeah, it's it's actually a little vodka science project, and um, what we're going to be doing is taking the vodka and infusing it with some botanicals. And they are white tea, lemongrass, ginger, grapefruit, and lemon. And uh, I was kind of drawn to this because I'm the IPA guy and the grapefruit. And so I'm trying to make a IPA vodka just to irritate you. Uh, <laughs> hey, I told you. I, I ordered a, an IPA last no, night. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I just uh, thought that would be an interesting right, so slant we'll, to it. So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to pour ourselves <clears throat> two Michigan vodkas, prepare... The infusion on mm-hmm. on what you have, mix it up, and then we'll come back to that uh, in our second segment and see how it tastes. Should is that be, kind of the plan? Should guys? be ready at so. that point. You want to pour first? Uh, sure. Introduce what's going in the glass. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, I thought it was a good idea because I, in full disclosure, am somewhat of a vodka snob. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, well, that's good. Uh, you'll have good information to bring to the conversation. So go I mean, for it. you know, drinking is still a matter of opinion, uh, except for maybe when it comes to vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a bourbon snob. Uh, not no, because there are lots of different flavors of bourbon, mm-hmm. and all bourbons. I mean, all, yeah, all the different bourbons are going to taste slightly different. So, you know, what one. Person says is a good bourbon may not be to another person, and you're, I get that. You're saying a vodka is a vodka. Though. A vodka, okay. you you are trying to achieve perfection. Whether with it's vodka. made with potato, rice, wheat, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Okay. No, and and we'll talk about that in the segment too. But anyway, so I thought we should probably start with um, something that com- you know something that we can compare our vodkas with. Okay. And uh, uh, Valentine Distillery in Ferndale, Michigan makes an outstanding vodka. I mean, it is top-notch. Uh, they've won a lot of awards for it. They're, uh, you know, kind of known for their vodka. They've, they've come out with some other liquors as well, but vodka's kind of what put them on the map. So I thought we'd go with that first. And uh, that was a nice sound, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, nice cork. So this, uh, had to buy... Um, That's a taste. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I had to buy warm, so we're pouring it over uh, some cold cubes. Uh, Well, you might want to sip it. We got to keep track of this, right? All right. That's the Valentine's. Now, we're also going to pour what Mr. Knobs has provided, and this is Mammoth Distilling uh, from Torch Lake. Tell us about it. Uh, so this is something that when I was in Traverse City in February, um, we were downtown and they actually opened up a tap room there. I had never heard of them. Fred, you have never nope. heard of them either, right? You were there. No, we were surprised. And hey, we were downtown ready to drink. So we went in there and sampled it. And I think a few of us did flights of their different liquor. And I did a tasting of the vodka because I'm more prone to the vodka like you are. And I loved it. I thought it was great. So I had to track it down, and my local liquor store down the road was able to order it in for me, and here it is. They had to order it in, though. Oh, yeah. But they were nice enough to do that. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Valentine has, has um, become so well known that uh, uh, you can find it in a lot of bars and a lot of liquor stores nowadays oh, okay. in Michigan. It's, it's really not difficult to find. Um, I've even seen it outside of Michigan. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really, you know, that kind of a premium vodka. Um, so what I, what I'm looking for in my taste of vodka is nothing. Yes. <laughs> like to me, good vodka, even if it's served warm to me, should just taste like like a chill, just like a, that's not, you know, if, if chill has a flavor. It's more a sensation than a taste. And that's, I, ideally, is that's that what, what I, I, I think vodka uh, should do. So you let's give you these don't a want, taste. You don't want the fumes, essentially, right? That, that burn. Well, it shouldn't be like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's 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 the worst end of it, you know. Um, and it has to do with the number of times it's distilled and filtered. And mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about that in the in the second segment, but. So which one you want to start? Well, with? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> we go Valentine. Okay, so, so let's start with that. So what? Wait, can before we do the taste, can can you tell me is there anything else we're looking for besides that 
No, because you you, you won't you won't get flavors. That's pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, these rocks don't do what they should, though. They, it's they, not chilled. They plink really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really about all they're doing. So now I'm going to try the mammoth here and just do a little comparison as a baseline. <laughs> this has so much more aromatic There's properties. There's a lot more smell to it. A lot more smell to it. And I can tell by Blato's reaction, there's a lot more taste to it, too. I, I don't want to. You, you be the judge. Wow. I'm just using my proboscis yeah. right now. <laughs> I see a world of difference. There is. Okay, let's give it a go. Um, no, I can definitely, I know what you mean. There is a difference. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, certainly much more medicinal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, vodka is really easy to make. Make really good vodka is hard, you know. Yeah, it's time. And and I don't know, you know, what Mammoth does to make their vodka. I, I think I told you uh, the story about when we were up at um, uh, Mackinac, uh, Sugar Bear and I, um, a couple weeks ago. And they have, like, these tasting rooms in, like, the center of town for the different uh, beers, wines, liquors of Michigan, right? Not beer. Wines and... and and uh, one of them is Grand Traverse Distillery, which they're a pretty big distiller because you can buy their bottles yeah. everywhere. And so I tried some of their whiskeys, but I tried their vodka, and I was like, I got to tell you, to the person behind the counter, this really isn't good vodka. I mean, I, I, I knew right away, you know. And then we went a couple doors down to this other, um, this other distiller, and she talked up their vodka, and it did deliver. Hmm. And it's uh, it's called Straits Vodka. It's the one I purchased, and we'll taste it next. So we can do a Valentine's and Straits comparison. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was able to taste just a huge difference, you know, in about 40 steps <laughs> between, you know, two craft distilled vodkas. Yeah. It was, um, and, uh, you know, tonight we're doing this comparison on vodka you know, we always say we don't like to compare beers. It's either for me or not for me. Um, but I think on something like vodka, I think on a lot of liquors, that comparison uh, is more warranted because you're... you're it's, it's a baseline. Like, yeah. there's no, like you said, there's no real variance between vodka. Vodka's a vodka. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I may have to concede this to you. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the price tag, and they're the same price, too, so... Mm. Yeah, can't even uh, claim that it's. <clears throat> Let me ask you this: like in, in the case where the mammoth is definitely more medicinal or whatever, could it be that they were going at that flavor? No. no. Okay, so even even with the distillers, the goal is zero. Like the Valentine's yeah. zero. The, there there are certain vodkas that do have um, a little bit more. Bite or flavor. So you'd mentioned Tito's earlier. Mm -hmm. Tito's is a really smooth vodka, you know, and they've won a lot of awards and whatnot. Um, the first time that I tasted Tito's, this is a true story, I was absolutely scared shitless that I had found a vodka better than Kettle One. <laughs> I remember. You were the one that and I was me like, on to Tito's. And I was like, there's no vodka better than Kettle One, right? Even more expensive vodkas, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, this actually might be better than Kettle One. <laughs> Kettle One, so what I kind of, after tasting many of them, <laughs> oftentimes, or often, 
Kettle One does have that little bit extra kind of, call it a flavor, something in it, that that little extra bite that I like where Tito's is super smooth, you know. Um, and so I think they're, and what a lot of that comes down to is the water that they use. And there, there's the distilling process, but there's a lot of water in vodka. And so, um, you, you know, whatever flavor comes out of it often has to do with, with the water that they use. Tito's is from Texas, so, so who knows what's in their water. You know? <laughs> oh, something I, came to mind, yes. but I had to bite my tongue. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? You, we can be off color. You're ta- no, not that way. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about that story about Tito's. You sort of turned me on to Tito's, and when I tried it, and I'm not a liquor person per se, I fell in love with Tito's. The, the, it was so smooth. It wasn't off-putting like right. a lot of them can be. But it's so funny. I have a hard time getting drunk on Tito's for some weird reason. So it's sort of this running joke amongst uh-huh. a couple of us that Tito's has no kick to it. And <laughs> we also disproved that uh, yes, two yeah. years ago at <laughs> Higgins Lake. Yeah, True, but it will never uh-huh. end. <laughs> The argument will never end. Um, All right, I'm gonna put this man with the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish up with that. So. So, so my my guess is also that that the the other this is gonna be rock gut. Well, we're gonna infuse it, you know. But it, it, it's. I mean, like if you compare Tito's or Valentine's or Kettle One to, um, uh, you know, even Absolute, you 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 would be surprised about how bad Absolute really is. You know. Yeah, Absolute's my mixing vodka. Oh, it's, it's not my sipping. I'm vodka. when it comes to vodkas, I'm not a snob on mixing. Right. You know, a Bloody Mary. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, uh, here, here's I, I will give I will share a tip for those that feel like I do have some level of knowledge in this. Uh, Sky is the best vodka for the money. Sky is very smooth vodka, and you get a fifth for like twelve bucks. I've had Sky vodka. I disagree. Ah. I thought it was garbage. <laughs> We're not gonna get sponsored by them. I don't, I don't believe I've ever had it. I mean, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And they do a lot of cool flavors too. Some of their flavors are cool, and this, and, and and the uh, the flavored vodka is really popular now too. Now, yeah, yeah, it has been. Well. To me, now is when Kettle One decided to get into it. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a hot minute. Um, and, and they've only been doing it for like two years now. Uh, cucumber mint and uh, orange blossom. And the cucumber mint is to die for. I mean, literally, there's no reason to make a cocktail, a vodka, vodka cocktail. Pour that over the ice, garnish it with, I don't know, you know twig or something. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 All it's like off the ground? <laughs> Well, sure. you know, it's botanical, right? You know, I don't. But it, it is. It is just a, a great drink, straight cucumber mint vodka. But kind of one. All right. Yeah, the botanicals. Yeah, we bought that, and that, that was very good. Yeah, that's a summer refresher all day long. Cool refresher. Well, why don't? Um, oh, what do we got going on here? Let's let's, let's, let's get the experiment let's going. Let's get the experiment going. What we need to do science project is grab. The church key and pop this bottle open. So you're going to open a bottle of vodka like uh, a beer a bottle. bottle. of beer, yep. It's shaped like a, uh, what was that one beer that I'm we had? I'm trying to think of the name. 
uh, red stripe, but that's uh, but we we. So one I, I, I brought it. Yeah. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to load up the um, steeping bag with the botanicals. So I need a little help here. Blood. Okay, so it comes with a little uh, linen bag and a paper funnel. All right. Can you handle both of those for a second? Yeah. Okay, and so you put the funnel up. in the bag. This is great podcast material. <laughs> Where's the video? <laughs> okay, and then we're going to load it into the steeping bag. Oh, hold on. okay. Might have a fail. Well, no, no, we're not good. Oh, is it leaking? <laughs> the bag came off. All right. Is the funnel empty? Not even close. <laughs> Can you shake it up a nut? Okay. Are we good? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason is they fill up this bag. I mean, they don't give you much room. It's like all the way full. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Good. Wow. Okay, then you're supposed to tie it off. Okay. Tie it in a knot and then shove it down. Into the bottle? Yep. And then we use the uh, plastic cap to keep Reseal it. Seal it. Not tying ability. All right. Then shove this in here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep the string out, I guess, right? Yep. Just Hello. Like, a, okay. like a tampon. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Here, get the whole. Get it. Did I do something wrong? No, no, no. I was gonna, I was gonna shove it in there further, but that's all right. right. That's what she said. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. So now this has to uh, steep, steep, steep. Yes, steep like tea. for twenty minutes. So this will. Uh, be but more than twenty minutes is okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, okay. yep, yep. All right. So, so I'm, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna go uh, put it in the uh, freezer. Freezer. All right. Hans. <laughs> The Valentine's yeah. is kind of undeniably smooth. And I, I am not a, a straight liquor drinker. Uh-huh. I could do this. The Valentine's. It's, it's pretty good. And if you had it over ice with blue cheese olives. Fantastic. It's, yeah. it's what I drink. All day, <laughs> actually. I, I, was, <laughs> I was actually dreading this episode because I don't drink. I don't drink liquor that often. And I especially don't drink it straight yeah. on its own. Just it's just, ugh. but this. Mm. All right. On to the uh, the problems of the week, the day. Um, Fumes. We, uh, <laughs> are we giving our thoughts to Alabama? Uh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Um, they're still not out of the woods yet, right? No, no. I mean. The paper towels haven't landed. <laughs> That's when you know all is well. Humanity will be restored. Of course, we're talking about Sharpie Gate. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we we have used the word freak posturous before. This this, it, you know, how, we got to do like a top ten. A freak posturous, oh, just insane. It, the most insane, because this. I know we've had one before, and it does. I, I can't recall it, but if we went back through all the mayhem that is, we could do a top ten of the Trump. week. Um, <laughs> there's still a top ten of those top ten. There, there is, you know, because this is really in, incredible. And I, and I, it's incredible in just its facts or lack of facts. It's also incredible. Uh, 
the story it has become. But I also don't want to lose fact of it's incredible in that it's really dangerous. I mean, there's humor to it, but it's really bad. It's, it's you know, you know, he sent a whole state into panic. Well, he, he over misinformation. Have. Well, right. To some degree, he did. Yeah. E- even though the Alabama Weather Service. Do you want to describe what he did? What he did? Yeah, for those who may not know. <laughs> it's undescribable. <laughs> it's beautiful. Do it you is. want to take it? Or no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm not not quite sure of the order, if the tweet came first or the I think briefing. The, the tweet came first. I think the tweet came first. With, um, was it Dorian, the hurricane yes. that's moving its way up the East Coast right now, but was down in the Caribbean and all that. Um, Dear Leader basically said that Alabama was going to get hit with this hurricane. So that I, th- I think it was that, that same night, he puts out a tweet basically saying that, you know, 95% sure that Alabama's going to get struck with this hurt. It's going to go across Florida and hit Alabama. And like, I don't know, hour two maybe later, the uh, Alabama Weather Service put out their own tweet saying... <laughs> It's not coming to Alabama. Right. And the National we, Weather Service also uh, either tweeted or sent some presser out saying that Alabama, that's not going to happen. Never going to happen. It was, it was in the world of possibility in the early tracking stages right. of Dorian, you know, where it was as likely to hit Alabama as it was, Michigan, you know, anywhere else. South Dakota, right. I mean, but it, it was, you know... Not very often did they travel that far inland and would take that trajectory. But and Alabama has hurricanes up to the Gulf. Sure. But they don't get very many hurricanes coming across Florida. <laughs> right. Um, Usually the so, land you know, slows there them were, down or There were, them. you know, the weather services are making all these models of what could be. And then as more information comes in, they refine the models. And in the end, you know... They were pretty darn close with with this one. I mean, they knew the area of the Bahamas that was going to be hit and hit really hard. And then there was, you know, they they started talking, you know, days before that it looks like it's going to turn right before it really comes hard into Florida and and head north. And that's what it did. So he sends this tweet out. And at that point in time, the weather services pretty much knew that it was not going to hit Alabama, you know. And the timeline might not seem very long because it was like on the 28th or the 27th were some of these models that kind of showing, you know, the path squirreling all over the United States. But by the 30th, you know, those models had been refined and Alabama was not in the picture. And he's tweeting out like on the 2nd or something like that. So, you know, you would always want to use the most recent and up-to-date information when you're talking about weather, right? I mean, you don't talk about weather in, like, the past tense, <laughs> you, you know? You know what I mean? Like, right. three weeks ago, they said, you know, tomorrow's going to be 90. Right. Well, today they're saying tomorrow's going to be 74. So I'm going to go with tomorrow, you know, yesterday. Use your most recent predictions. Yeah. It's only logical. So then what happens? So then they do a... Um... I don't even know what you call it. 
from the Oval Office. I'm not sure what they term that type of meeting, but it but it's being oh, broadcast. Uh, yeah, like his little. Uh, what was that anyway? I don't know. What did they use it for? Was it live? Was it was it was it a tweet video? I, I never understood that. It, who, it who, was sort of was like an to? address to the nation, the update of the hurricane kind of thing. But what was it broadcast on? I don't know. But it was filmed, obviously. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how that it was used, but basically, I mean, are we getting? <laughs> it, it was. Do we a, have a bigger audience? <laughs> Because I never heard what that was on. Nor did I. But basically it was the, the presidents trying to give his country <clears throat> an update on what's going on with the hurricane. And this is on like the 2nd or 3rd of yeah. September. And he's got a map from the 28th, I believe, of uh, August and drawn upon it is a wishful path <laughs> in black Sharpie marker going to Alabama. So the, the rest of the path is all shown in white graphics. And then you see this black Sharpie line looping around the southeast corner of Alabama. That's right. <laughs> it doesn't match the rest of the map. It looks like it's done by a first grader. And the maps are dated. They're clearly dated because all the press were picking up and saying... That's like a four-day-old well, map. They update every 10 to 12 hours, these maps. Right. And he's got one that's at least four days old with a Sharpie marker. There's fine print on the map that says, don't use this if there's an updated one out. Like, they, they, Jeez. they the, the National Weather Service has all these kinds of disclaimers yeah. that they use so people don't use outdated information thinking that the most recent information... I mean, it's interesting in, in in like weather prediction. Could a previous weather prediction be more accurate than the most current weather prediction? Possibly. I'm almost saying <clears throat> not possibly. Like like, <laughs> I I see where you're going with that, but no, like it's it, logically that's not possible. I, I mean, your most recent prediction is the most accurate. Well, let, let's say the example I brought up. Like, let's say they said. Three weeks ago, tomorrow was going to be 90. Right. And now today, they're saying that tomorrow is going to be 74. Right. And all of a sudden, tomorrow comes along, and lo and behold, it's 90. I, I'm thinking that never happens. Like, like it, it would be such a weird set of circumstances. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like one in a million chance or something. Right. Yeah. Never is always a big word, right? right. But, but, you know, that's why these maps have these and, and all these disclaimers with the with with weather predictors it's always use the most current information yeah. because that's always going to be better always that's another big word but always and i never <laughs> so so this dope is behind the desk in the oral office and he's holding the map with the sharpie drawn alabama i'm inclusion. surprised he doesn't still have the sharpie in his hand <laughs> <laughs> tell me why the people around him in the oral office did not grab that map from him and just pitch it aside? I think... Why Why wouldn't they? I think it happens like this, Fred. I think it's, it's, it's even worse than that. I think he's sitting in his office, and they hand him the map, and he's like, hand me a Sharpie or whatever, right? And he's like, no, we have to include Alabama. And yep. he just draws it, and they sit there dumbfounded, and they look at him... Like, what are we going to do? 
WTF like, is a matter with those people? I, I, I mean, I mean, what honestly, can they do? The, the the president just drew on the map. I'm not going to stop him. Which is illegal, by the way. You cannot alter a government produced weather map <laughs> and disinform your country it's using so, it's, said map. Yeah. You, you can't do it. It's illegal. Another reason for impeachment. Another reason for it's an so, investigation. It's so funny. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We're I've read broken the law. Record. It's very cut and dry. I, I, I was going to pull the law. You posted the law. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Jiminy. It was like. Frigging it was almost. It was almost like someone wrote this law because of this event. <laughs> Nostradamus wrote this law because he saw this coming. You cannot grab a Sharpie while in the White House and draw a circle around Alabama and predict weather's going to happen there. I mean, it's, it's, it was, it's almost that cut and dry, the law. Yeah. Uh, well, to be totally honest, I'm kind of shocked he went with the black Sharpie. I, I thought the Crayola brick red might be used. <laughs> you know, he, he's into I'm, coloring and coloring Yeah, but do you think books. he has 64... Oh, he's little, got the 128. I'm sure with the pencil or the crayon sharpener, sharpener on the there. back. Um, oh my! He is a child. He is a child. Well, did they, did you see? Did you see when they interviewed him afterwards? And they and he's he's quadrupling down. He is yes. not backing off. Oh right, that was on right. The, like the second. Right. Today's the sixth. He Every is day. still tweeting. Tweeting should not be allowed for a. Precedence. I mean, what? I never want him to stop tweeting, though. I know, I know, I know. You always know. say that that that's where we get our material from. <laughs> no, no, oh it's where he exposes his is, his idiocy. Yeah, no, you think I don't I. I don't know, like if he really insisted on having Alabama mentioned in the weather, which also is weird. Like, why? What what is the point of the what lie? What was he trying to gain what is the point out of, of the lie? I don't. I'm not sure it necessarily was a lie. I think it. He believes it's true. I don't think it's a lie to, for a political gain or to mislead people. I think he believes it's true. Somebody must have said something around well, him. I think you're you're right. And I think he he picks up on it in like a child, a puerile little. <laughs> orange infant man very impressionable he, he's very impressionable and and he just he believes it to be true it's and then part he, of his and psychosis then, and then when he's shown that it's not he can't no no he can't back he's up he's never wrong right. he'll never apologize and that's why like even today he's still he's quadrupling right. down not doubling yeah. down that that it's true and it's fake news that the the press is going after him to make him look stupid he does that well enough on his own. He doesn't it's need like, them. It's his own tweets that make him look stupid. Well, yeah. I, oh, unbelievable. And obviously this would have died. Yeah. Well, he, right? If he would have, all he had to say was, I went on earlier information. I yeah. looked at the wrong that, map. I made a mistake. It would have been dead. Did you? But the other, the other thing that I heard, though, is I, when I hear this kind of stuff, I don't know if I can give him enough credence on it. But I've heard said that he he is carrying on this nonsense to try and get uh, distraction away from the redirecting of the money for the wall. I never buy that argument from the 
okay. from the talking heads. Well, I hear the talking heads say it, but I don't know that I believe because that takes a little cunning and intelligence and... Yeah, no, I, I think it's a... Uh, um, it's just um, plain stupidity. It's a circus regardless. I don't think the circus is contrived. Okay. Yeah, I, right. I'm with you that, on that. that, that that's, that. I, that's where I come down. I, I hear it all the time. This is just a distraction. Well, it is a distraction, but it's not contrived to be a distraction. It's a distraction on its own merit because the ineptitude and the uh, personalities involved here, right? The ineptitude yeah. of, of, of operationally how the executive branch works right now, but also when you look at the people that are running it. Can I make a statement? May I? I don't think we can stop you. I wish George W. Bush was still in the White House. <laughs> Thank you. That's my PSA for the night. I mean, seriously. How is this happening? Sharpie Gate. Sharpie Gate. And there's another one. I know there's another one that is just so uh, ludicrous as well. It was just one of, the, one of those things that was so trivial. But yet he This has controlled lie. the news cycle all week. Sharpie Gate. <laughs> Please, George W. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, you know, if you go... Don't get the, fooled see, again. If you would have gone... Please, something. <laughs> Come on, that was as bad as he got. And I thought he was bad back then, but I take him right now. Right, right. Him and his Tito's vodka in Texas. <laughs> his love of women and gynecologists. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, oh my. His tan suit. The tan wrong, suit. Wrong guy. <laughs> Anyways, so where does Sharpie Gate go? Well, wait, I got, did you see when he did the, the little... Uh, press gaggle in the Oval Office, and they asked him, so who drew on the map? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Three times. <laughs> Looking off into I space. Know. I don't know. I don't know. He was doing this. He kind of retracted. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he said it three times, and each time he went a little further back in his chair. Bizarre, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone knows. Of course. Okay. You know, I had to. Did you see what I, I I had to post on Facebook under a comment about it? Do you remember uh, the Family Circle cartoons mm-hmm. in, oh, the, yeah, in the Sunday papers? Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, sure. And they always had a series with the Not Me Ghost. So whenever oh, the, the kids, you know, who broke the lamp? Not me. Not me. And then there was the Not Me Ghost who'd be sitting there like mad because he's getting blamed for everything, <laughs> you know? And. Uh, I found it, uh, I found a little uh, piece of clip art of that and put it on because that's that's what I did not I, see that one. I, I saw plenty of other ones today, but I didn't. Well, see that one. we've seen all of the uh, the Sharpie memes. Oh sure, that, that, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pretty great. <laughs> did you see the one where they made his hands bigger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. It was also the taller than Obama one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And Mount Rushmore. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. see the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Rushmore. the Mount Rushmore. Then there was the one of Trudeau and Melania kissing. Oh, right, right. With <laughs> they the, extended he, his face with his lips sticking out. No, no, they made it look like they were trying to make it look like Trump. Oh yeah, it was the Hera. So what they were doing is they were trying. No, it, no, no, no. They were trying to make Trudeau look like Trump. There might be two of them. Yeah, but they were trying to make Trudeau because because he's the one doing it. Oh, oh, you're you see right. what I'm saying. Yeah, so he's yeah, the one with the sharpie. So he would want to make. Oh, that's me. Not, not. Justin, Justin. Um, uh, 
And then and then the one with the door, dartboard. Oh yeah, where they with, were with the, way with the, off the with the bull, and the bullseye. Oh, yes. yeah, the bullseye. <laughs> Bullseyes were like where, anywhere, wherever, wherever the, the darts dart landed. landed. The bullseye. <laughs> You see the hand one? He's reaching out for Melania. His hand in her hand is pulled. It's, yeah, because yeah, so she retracted. The hand was extended way oh, over her hand yeah. to make look at their holding hands. <laughs> On a serious note, this is our country. Think about that. As we you go to, to pull the lever next November, think about that. Yeah, no, it, it is a very serious thing because when you lie about this, which has its consequences, so much so that Congress actually did something some years ago and made a law about it. So what are you not lying about? Like, we know he pretty much lies about everything, but the rest of the country, there's people that say that the president never lies. There, there are his, you know, water yeah, carriers that, you know, Conway, and you know, they, they get up there and say, what do you mean the president lies? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with that statement. And he's like, are you serious? You, you know? And then you think about the people we go toe-to-toe with on Facebook every day. It's like, I knew those people pretty good when we were growing up. And, and the fact that they, they just accept all this bullshit, I, I just don't get it. I, I was in a, in a, in a recent uh, discussion <clears throat> with one about uh, prove it. Prove what? Prove that the president lies. Like, not, 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 you know, posting, like, a legitimate news story about his lies or quoting him and then giving him facts. That, that wasn't proof enough. That's not proof. That's, you, I, I don't know that those things are true. Like, that's how whacked out it, it, it kind of has become. Like, 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 so I kept asking, like, okay, so what is your standard of proof? You, you know, proof really in most cases, to get technical about it, I guess, is, like, preponderance of the evidence. I mean, you get real philosophical, like, like, you know, what would Socrates say about proof, okay? <laughs> you know? It'd be in Latin, we would never know. I mean, we've know. learned that even video isn't always necessarily proof, right, of, of, of what it is. So this idea of, well, you have to prove it. You know what it was about? It was about uh, uh, Trump profiting from his golf course visits. And he's like, well, you can't prove he's profiting from that. Well, he didn't divest from his businesses. Right, so no, all, right. Yes, all, all of the logical profiting. stuff that you said, you know, when, when, his, when the White House entourage has to stay on one of his properties, there is no indication whatsoever that he is letting them stay there for free. No. We know no, he's charging he's the not. taxpayers for them to stay there. Yep. Prove it. Yep. You know, like, do, do I have to show the receipts? Like, like, you know, but that's where they go. That's where the Trumpsters go now sometimes is, the, you know, just, just look at I, I'm believing the president and not you, regardless of the preponderance of evidence and logic. There's logic tied to it, too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if, if Trump would have come out and said when he became president, if I use my properties, I'll never charge me or anybody from the White House or the Secret Service to stay there. Okay, then we can hold him to that because we know that would be a lie. But but let's say Trump wasn't Trump. Let's say it was somebody else that owned resorts. And that's what they said. We'd believe that then, right? That would, you know, unless it came out otherwise. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say that. And that's not his makeup. And it's not, you know, who we know him to be. So, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's just so difficult to argue that. It's impossible. 
when you when yeah when you're just saying you know well that's not proof i did learn something though i did think that uh um, <clears throat> most of the time the secret service was charged cart fees to chase them around yeah um, they were <laughs> they, they were they aren't any longer no why not uh because the golf courses don't have carts that are equipped well enough for the Secret Service. <laughs> They're not armor-plated. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't get into detail. I did some reading about this because I was curious about... <laughs> what a about, bizarre little subject. Yeah, going yeah. Here. Uh, they wouldn't get into a lot of the, the nitty-gritty. The one thing they did say was uh, they have to be a minimum... Uh, uh, they have to be able to go a minimum of 19 miles per hour. Mm. And golf carts generally do fourteen to fifteen. So, so they, they probably couldn't mount a fifty cal machine gun <laughs> in the front. So they 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 probably own some, but now they lease them from companies that make these special. So he's not profiting. There, there are companies that Trump owns, but now when they go to Why? Bedminster, they lease these supercharged golf carts. Uh, from another company, uh, and then and then use those over bed beds. Uh, Bedminster. Yeah, and I think also Marlboro, but there was another one. Um, but the GAO has, by I think it was uh, middle of last year, in some accounting, showed that there have been the receipts paid to Marlboro for the tune of sixty grand. That's all. So. Uh, that was just at one point in time, and yeah. yeah. But you think about it. I mean, I don't know, you know, how much a room cost. I mean, sixty grand is still a lot of money to spend at a resort. Mm-hmm. You know, again, uh, and also the Secret Service does not always stay at his resorts. Well, what good are they? Uh... I, I, I think because it's not in their budget. Believe it or not, they often stay. Why off. would they follow a rule? They they off because the Secret Service is still the Secret Service. 19 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought, well, how'd they come up with that number? Why is that the minimum? Well, I mean maximum, actually. Mm-hmm. They have to go at least 19 miles an hour. All right. Yeah. Is that so, so they can overtake the 14 miles an hour cards? <laughs> if need be? If shots are fired? Probably. That makes sense. If you're on a golf course and somebody is doing something bad... Right? And they're using a standard cart. You just have to be able to go faster than the standard cart. I'm sure there's a formula involved. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, so, yeah. But, but still, the fact that Mar-a-Lago has received $60,000 of tr- taxpayer money. I mean, sure, it's a, it's a it's chump change in the scheme of the government. But I'd you like shouldn't some be of chump change. Yeah, said, right. You said that was just one receipt, though, right? It was, no, it was just like one period of time for trips that he took to Mar-a-Lago. Okay. So one period of time. But, but, but here's, here's what isn't disclosed. So when they talk about, like, Trump's golf trips and, you know, he's up to, like, $90 million or whatever it is right now, most of that is the cost to the government on the transportation and all the people involved and the Secret Service and right. the airplane fuel and whatever, right? That, that's where the millions come in. What doesn't have to be disclosed publicly are expenses. So, you know, what the Secret Service or anybody else in his entourage are spending on meals and lodging and that kind of stuff, 
if it is, it, it could very well be going to his properties. That doesn't have to be itemized and disclosed. Um, you know, why? Again, should we have a law? Should there be transparency for those kind of things? I mean, would would we just be going crazy as a country if we, you know, looked at all the receipts from all from all of our top officials saying, you know, you know. Why, why did you get a $14 vodka when they, you know, had absolute for six, right? I mean, so I don't know that we really we really want that, you know, but uh, in this case, we do. <laughs> do you suppose he uses a black Sharpie when he cheats on his golf cart? Oh, no, he's using pencil with an eraser. Yeah. But, but one, if you draw one every time. <laughs> for each hole. No, see... In, in go- for golfing pencils, there's two kinds. The standard golfing pencil does not have an eraser. That's right. It's just that little stick of wood and yeah. cut off at the end. But see, some courses, they give you a little eraser on the end. And see, those mm. are the courses that it's okay to cheat on because <laughs> that's why they give you the eraser. <laughs> see, my guess is he has the eraser. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. So let, let, let's talk about something a little more serious. Wait a minute, before we get off the Sharpie well, the, topic. The you, Sharpie is serious. But no, you said something like, didn't you say like, where does it go from here? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the serious part, right? I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess the news will eventually tire of it, probably this weekend. I don't know. You, you know? As long as he keeps firing back, maybe not. Um, uh you know, should, should there be an investigation for it? I don't. I don't think so. Oh, I'll put it on the list. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. How many have they got going on? Like forty-eight investigations. Well, they did add one to the list. I know this was third topic, but which one? The Pence. Oh yeah, yep. they do want to investigate that. Yeah. The I, Ireland thing. You know, I wonder if he used the same marker to. Show on the map how close his golf course was to <laughs> Dublin. <laughs> right? He put a circle, you know, or like a road or something. It's like, see, how, see, it's only two inches. You know? How far away could that be? They were saying that the distance that where Pent stayed in Dublin was the same as if it was Washington to the Jersey Shore. Yeah, or, or I, I thought I saw Washington, New York. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Launch this one out. Let's I, mean, go. I mean, again, you know, do we want to see the receipts, right? I mean, like, why is Penn staying at a Trump resort when it's not even in the same town, barely in the same country? It's hundreds of miles away. It's a helicopter ride at what cost to yeah. the taxpayer? Yep. And he did it every day, right? Because it wasn't like two or three days he went back and forth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, and I'm—I don't think he stayed there for free. Where Trump? Oh no, Pence. I don't think Pence. Well, stayed. he did. We didn't. We paid for him. Oh, to oh, stay oh. There. I, I, okay. Yeah. No. Right. Right. No. I don't. I rephrase. I don't think the resort wasn't going to charge him. Was mother with him? <laughs> What is that? What a mother. That's his wife. He only calls her mother. <laughs> He's such that a just freak. shook. Is this true? Yes. 
He calls his wife mother. He is such a freak, that guy. That's, he is so I bet you he wears bizarre. It's one of the creepy like magical her. underwear, like um Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> I'm kinda curious what magical underwear. Is. I don't I, I don't I, I don't know where he was going. I shouldn't besmirch the Mormons. They wear their magical underwear. Uh, he's not Mormon, though. I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm being over the top. Oh, okay. Do Mormons wear magical underwear? Yes. I've read a book about Mormons. I don't remember the magical underwear part. They wear like a special religious underwear. At least the men do. I'm not sure about the women. Yeah, it's magical. Put that in the fact check column, the knobs. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great topic for next week. <laughs> a little bit of vodka. <laughs> and Fred starts going on about magical, magical underwear. underwear. And what's in that vodka? Ask Shells. She knows the Mormon kids. Um, Remember them? Uh, no, I was not around at that time. That I've was, heard stories. That was pre nobs Yeah. There's many layers there. <laughs> no, there, I think there's only two, right? Um, anyway, Pence, uh, he is, he, I don't even know how to describe that guy. You used a good word Sycophant. earlier. Sycophant, he is. Sycophant robot. He, I, like, just the blank look about him all the time. Did you see the montage that somebody put together of the way he speaks? No. So they no. used, it was different speeches, but the exact same cadence, every single word. It was bizarre. And I never really, you don't hear him speak much. Yeah. I mean, I guess people in Indiana had to hear him occasionally. <laughs> he was a governor. Right. right? But it, it is a very, you know what, Here's I'm going I'm to challenge. Uh, we're going to find the clip mm. and we're going to splice it in. Uh, All right, <laughs> editing. <laughs> because it does, you, you, this week. because you, you don't need to see the audio. I mean, right. you don't need to see the video. Yeah. You just need if, to hear the audio. And if you're seeing audio, then you've had too much vodka. Stay with me. I'll try and stay with you. Okay, but yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to splice it in. Okay, roll the tape. The Vice President of the United States. When America is strong, the world is safe. America has remained the best in space. Relentless pursuit of victory will guide us to return to the moon, put Americans on Mars. <laughs> okay. See, I told you. He talks like a robot. I, I think the man is really dumb. Like at a very, no, like a really low IQ level. Because when you look at the way he acts, it's almost like he's just acting on behalf of someone else. Like I was told to, you know, get the milk out of the refrigerator. So that's what I'm going to do. I mean, like, like you know, if he's not instructed what to do all the time, he does nothing. It's like a robot. Yeah. And I think, uh, again, we don't want to, or I don't want to, besmirch religion or really any religion. But religion is, in many ways, a way for people 
to have other people do their thinking. And, 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 and when you start really going over the top with, you know, any one religion, it's because you're just completely falling into that doctrine mm -hmm. and now you don't have to think anymore. And I think with Pence, he just has to follow Trump and follow whatever brand of Christianity that he says he belongs to. It's not any brand that I belong to. But, and then that's it. And so, therefore, he doesn't have to do any thinking. He just has to follow what those two entities tell him. Imagine how simple life would be if that's all you had to do. And for some, some you know, and, and he, he's made a living off of it, a nice living. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we can't be that way. Wouldn't get paid. We wouldn't get paid. We wouldn't have relationships. <laughs> we, we wouldn't have friends, you know, whatever it is, right? I mean, you know. Well, after he, he did the uh, Ireland thing, didn't he go to I Ireland? don't think Pence has friends. Really? You think? <laughs> well, even, even, mother wait a minute, even Trump mother has is friends. his friend. Yeah, I, I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think Pence has friends. No, wait, do you really believe that Dear Leader has friends? friends like we not like we friend. have friends no but he has people that like to hang out with him I've, I've heard other people talk about how especially in the past he was someone that you know was engaging in the in the room like he you know he has personality and every <clears> once <throat> in a while you see no 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 I'm, I'm i'm being serious here so was i <laughs> um uh you know Bad example, okay, when it comes to character. But say say a guy like Howard Stern, mm. you know. <laughs> what? No, I mean, I, I think, you know, when you listen to the interviews with Howard Stern and Donald Trump, I mean, it's douchebag and douchebag, but they got along. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, friends on different levels, right? I mean, but I'm just saying, I, I think that, before, I think Trump had a lot of, at least people that would be around his circle, whether because he was rich or not, most of them were rich as well. I don't know, I shrug. I don't, I, I, maybe I lost track of where I was going with this. Oh, I was just making, I was making the difference between a guy like Pence, who I think is incapable of friendship, because nobody wants to be around him. You know? Mother. Howard. Mother does. <laughs> Howard Stern doesn't want to hang out with Mike Pence. No, no. You know? can, can you imagine that? Scaramucci didn't want to hang out with Mike Pence. No. <laughs> can you imagine those what two? What do you like hanging out with Trump before Trump became president? When there wasn't anything at stake. Yeah. That, that's kind of, you, you, you know, I, I, I think Michael Cohen, interesting character. I don't know if I put him in the friends group with Trump. I think Trump abused him and used him like nobody's business. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, he basically admitted that he realized that. So I, I wouldn't... But but he thought he was friends. Where did uh, Pence go after Ireland? Wasn't it... Was it Iceland? Yeah, he made some... I believe he made some other stops. And uh, the entire country put out all the gay flag. Oh, yeah. Was, it was Iceland, wasn't it? Uh, I thought it was Ireland. No, 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 no. After Ireland. Yeah. There was the Ireland thing. Uh-huh. And then I believe he went to, like, Iceland. It was more diplomatic 
He didn't go to Denmark, did he? Huh. No, no, no. It was like Iceland. Working on the Greenland deal. Yeah, trying to get it. Well, can't you just draw a Sharpie over <laughs> Greenland? And... and I believe that... We already own Greenland. If you... The prime minister or president or whatever okayed them putting up right. all these gay flags everywhere. On government buildings or whatever. Government buildings yeah. everywhere. And then wherever he was supposed to speak, like nobody showed up. <laughs> I mean, the pictures I saw was like, honestly, nobody. There was like a few sparse uh, people there hmm. trying to figure out what's going on. I could be wrong. This may be cut out, but speaking of no shows, did you hear about the uh, the, the rally that uh, 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 Governor uh, Blevin, Kentucky, hmm. uh, and um, uh, Don Jr. gave? Nope. Nobody showed up for that either. <laughs> In Kentucky. Yes. In Kentucky. In Kentucky, the, the governor and, and Don Jr. And wow. it was like so sparsely attended that there was like there's no video of it. Buried it, eh? Huh. <laughs> you hope these are all signs that it is wearing off. It is wearing on people and it is wearing off. You you gotta think with all the all right, like we go at the people that we like to fight with on Facebook. You know, like if you if you put yourself in their shoes, I do, I try. Don't you think it gets old mm -hmm. constantly hearing that stuff because yeah. they're even from their own people, they're never really hearing anything positive. It, it's like it's okay, and then from people from our side are constantly exposing them to this barrage of information. It's it's got to be wearing them out, right? I, I mean, think so. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that they're going to cave anytime soon, but you think about it, it's like I've got to defend this again today. It, you know, my hope and you know, call me a troll, right? But I I don't really sometimes I do, but I don't really see myself that way. I, my goal is if I can get one person to walk into that booth in November that, you know, w was a Trumpster and said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I'll just, you know, I'll hold my nose and, you know, vote for Elizabeth Warren. Pull the lever. Or, 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 you know, or maybe, you know what, I don't want to go vote. You know, I, I, I can't vote, you know, for the Democrat, but I, maybe I really want Trump to lose. And so, you know, I, I, whatever number that is, if I and we turn turn around two people, success, well worth it. I guess. The, you know, to me, you know what I mean? All of the fact-checking and exposing and, you know, trying to, to flush out their twisted logic. Uh, that That's, you know, and I can't imagine that it doesn't have an effect on some level like you said. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't understand how they can hear this crap all day and not eventually start buying into it and realize that they've been played for fools. Mm -hmm. I, I just keep going back to all the presidential elections I voted in, and this has not been the case in any of them previous. Right. Where, where, where you... Every single day, there was this corruption and this bullshit. 
ad right, the, every the, day. Right. It's it, it's it's become just about ego. And when I say that, I mean the people that voted for him. You know, it, it's just too hard to admit that they were conned. Oftentimes, some still think they're not. But you know, again, there are so many you know facts and examples and. Uh, information that shows that they were right um so then you're just sort of you know you panned yourself into a corner and it's just all ego and you're never going to admit just like trump that you made that mistake so maybe then you've got a chance when you're making that that vote in november right um but uh it it is it is really baffling it is the the mindset and and how and and, i was i was gonna say that that wasn't the case with the other, you know, people, when the other elections came up, whether your guy was the incumbent or your guy is the challenger, you really still kind of focused in on who do you think is going to make the country better? Yeah, who who's better for the country? That, that's still what was driving most of your decision. And, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the data would show about people flipping parties. I mean... You know, uh, Obama won by such huge mandates. A lot of it was turnout. A lot of it was minority turnout that, you know, didn't feel energized in the past. Reagan got a lot of Democrats to switch over, supposedly, right? Um, You know, uh, Clinton was the perfect moderate. So he, he was able to pull votes. So there was more of that switching back and forth. And the first Trump election, same thing. The second Trump election, it's hard to imagine that there's anybody that's going to vote for Trump because he thinks now, they, they think now in the next four years, he's going to make the country better. No it's it's got to be the other way around, right? It's got to be that people that voted for him have got to say, this is, this, this is wrong and bad and got to go. Through. I don't buy into anything. <laughs> I don't believe anything till it's uh, day after the election. Here, here's a, here's a question. Okay. Has Trump picked up any new votes? No. Absolutely not. Okay. So so what I so but I I do not trust anything to do with this jackass because regardless of what the results are in 2020. It's it it's going to become something we've never seen before. <laughs> Uncontested. I don't I don't even know how to describe what it'll be, but it's unless it's an absolute clock cleaning. If it's even somewhat close, well, we'll get over. We, it. <laughs> we, we, I, I. It's it it's got to be a trouncing. If it isn't a trouncing, we're not done with them. Describe a trouncing. Um, so it's all, all fifty states. So, so uh, no, but they'll call that a foul election. No, no. Are you saying an electoral trouncing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't get soundly beat, I mean, soundly beat, it's always going to be that. I mean, it was he could fixed. he could he could lose the deep by, state. He could lose by the same popular vote percentage, right? And and then, but let's say this time he loses. The electoral vote, right? So that's you know, 
I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, what I'm saying is I don't see how it's going to be a trouncing. I, I don't see the trouncing. Well, I'm not even sure he'll lose just because how fucked up Right, but up even if he loses, <laughs> I, you know, I'm still I, I not convinced that, 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 that the purple states are going are gonna to go back to blue. That's, you know. And so when you have three or four purple states and if they all go red like they did last year, it's an electoral trouncing, yet he loses the popular vote. I'm just making that distinction. And, 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 and the reverse could happen. Well, not totally. I mean, he could lose the Electoral College, still lose only by three or four points nationally. I don't know if that's a trouncing. You know, because, because what red states are going to convert? Texas and Georgia? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I, I just don't. I, I, I'm not buying into the tech. There's a little bit of hype on the news now because he's not polling well in Texas, right? He's underwater on some polls in Texas. A lot of... Uh... I'm not buying that at all. Yeah. I, I, like I say, I don't trust any yeah. polls. I don't trust any of that stuff yet. I don't think they matter. I trust them. I don't think they matter. I think I think polling is a waste of time. You know what will turn me off of a segment on CNN or MSNBC faster than anything? When they start Karnacki? <laughs> yes. No, because, yeah, him and his rolled up sleeves. <laughs> and his tennis shoes. <laughs> and his big board. Uh, I, I could care less about polling. I really think it means so little uh, at this point in time. Are we going to talk about yeah, the, the military Yeah, real quick, let's thing? talk about it. Because right. we have more vodka. We got time? It's chilling. Do we got time? Where are we at? Where are we at? 107. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Brief statement. As a veteran... <laughs> Never let it go. Every time we've had an opportunity, I'm just gonna. No, I'm just gonna. Every time it. we've had an opportunity to pass a topic up, you have always said no. This is important. It is important. They're all important. Remember, we're changing votes. We've come to the That's conclusion right. that today is the day we are changing votes. As a veteran, I am pissed that he is gonna f over the military for that effing fucking wall. Such bullshit. It's it's bullshit on so many levels. So many levels. He shouldn't I mean He shouldn't be allowed. He shouldn't be allowed I understand by the Constitution. I he shouldn't be allowed. He's doing it because, because he can't get his money any other because way. Because he can because he can. He's doing it because he, he can't. Can. Yes, but, exactly. But he you know and uh once again, blame Mitch, blame the Republicans. You know, they had an opportunity a vote was put to the floor, what, four months ago, five months ago, that said you cannot call the, the border crisis a national security emergency. It is not national security emergency. And that was spelled out in a law that would have just absolutely castrated anything he wanted to do uh, with funding for the wall. And the, the House passed it. The Republicans in the – and there were, I think there was a few defectors. I want to say it was like, you know, like 56, 44, whatever the number was. And they killed it. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they killed it. And now you're talking about reap what you sow. Yeah. Because what's happening to those Republican senators? Yep. They're all being hung out to dry. They're, they're losing money. They're losing money for their states and their constituents. You know? There's more military projects going on in red states than blue states, I tell you that. And did you watch uh, Rachel last night? 
like uh, no, like the 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 programs. I was watching Lenny Kravitz. Oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> but the the programs that he is going after, they're they're called like EDIs. It's like European. Ah, I can't remember the acronym, but basically, these are all the things that would keep Russia in check. Oh, it's a lot of European bases. It, it, yeah. it's, it's a lot of European bases, and, and all these things he's taking money from has to do with impeding Russia. So by him taking the money from them, yeah, it helps Uncle Vladdy. Yeah. No collusion, no collusion, yeah. no collusion. I think Pence no calls collusion. him father. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as a vet, it pisses me off. It should and I don't off. normally take the vet status because what I did was not vet, but serving in the military. Technically it was. Yeah, I know it's technical, but I don't normally own it. No, you don't like to use it as a chip. No, I don't. No, no, no. But but regardless, um, you know those projects. Many of those projects. I don't know about all of them. Were significant, were meaningful to the people that were going to benefit from them, and um, you know uh, he has strong armed the Pentagon to uh, to give him that money. Well, his new uh, acting. Yeah. What's the guy uh, head of defense? Dod. Dod. Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Yeah, he signed off on it. Yeah, of course he did. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know... How much wall will $3.6 billion build? Not that much. I don't think it's going to build that much, either. Has he actually even built any new wall, or is no, it all refurbished? Zero. zero Refurbishment, yes. right. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I remember seeing a Breitbart post about it. Promise made, promise kept. Oh, really? It's like, oh, uh, wait, it wasn't Mexico... Supposed to pay for the wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the comments I got back on that, uh, they will with new tariffs. Then I'm like, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll pay for those too. <laughs> they were supposed to write a check. Uh, no, they were going to write a check. Yeah. But, then, but now it's going to be tariffs. Yeah. It's like, no, no, tariffs. Do, well, they, the promise was a check. But they're not going to pay for it with tariffs either. We're going to pay for it. And that's dead. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the new NAFTA thing, that's dead. Which is kind of funny because it was nothing to begin with. 2.0. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's uh, prepare our next set of... Uh, Spirits? Vodka drinks. The Vodka Trove? Yes, the okay. Vodka Trove. All right. Okay, from the Vodka Trove, uh, I have um, uh, picked up our little science experiment with vodka. And uh, this was chilling after we put in the uh, infused botanical spices, right? Yep. Made our own flavored vodka. Why, why is it bubbling, though? Uh, <laughs> and, and with like a, uh, uh, a steam or a, yes. a, 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 what's that, fog coming yes. out of it, right? Um, uh, so interesting, uh, it was in the freezer for the last hour, so it's been a little chill, but... The flavors that came out of the pouch, right, have all settled on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, and I don't know if the instructions mentioned this, but it looks like it needs to be uh, shaken or stirred. Stirred. <laughs> um, it comes in a really nice package. Like, it's yeah. a nice gift. It's a cool little box. Right? This would be yeah, like a nice gift. Would. You know? 
for the vodka it, connoisseur. It, it says nothing, but I think we should roll it, not shake it. Just <laughs> you know, kind of. It's yours, Fred. Okay. Ooh. So it's 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 going to be a light golden color. When 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 we'll, all done, we'll roll, roll it like like, like a, a New England like IPA. Okay. All right. Now, to enjoy, do you take the, the stuff out? Yes. It looks like urine. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right. And what flavors were, what was this again? It so, was... Let's uh, remind everybody. White tea, lemongrass, ginger, grapefruit, and lemon. This is actually a sticker. That you can put this. on the bottle? Yes. Okay. But since we chilled it, it's all... Yeah. Other than the lemon, nothing really... Grapefruit. Me. Mm. Yeah, and ginger, eh. and uh, lemongrass. Yeah. Said I wouldn't do it, but. So if it's steeped for too long, like a black tea, could you ruin it? I don't think so because the the steeping instructions kind of gave you a range of time, so I don't I don't believe so. All right. So we have another vodka, another Michigan vodka that we're going to taste. Um, in addition to this, now the other one is not flavored, so we could we'll, we'll be really comparing it more against the Mammoth and the Valentines. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is uh, it's called Straits Vodka, and it's from Le Chenou, Le Genou Distilleries. It's a very French word. Le oui, oui, oui. I, yeah. Uh, well, you, you know the, the the French were kind of. Run in Michigan for a while. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. This is from Cedarville, Michigan. Which is where? Okay, this is like in a magical land. <laughs> because Do you I wear will, magical underwear I, there? I will. Well, I, yeah. I, I will ask you, okay? You're okay. a Michigander. Yes. You probably feel like you've been everywhere in the state just about. Nope. <laughs> okay. But go ahead. No, oh, I definitely am not. No, <laughs> there's not many. I mean, okay, there's like, well, okay. Did you know that there is land that if you go across the Mackinac Bridge, you can go east? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I never thought about what is east of the Mackinac Bridge. Like, yeah. Anytime I've ever gone to the UP, you always jump on two and head west. You go west, Marquette and Houghton and Lake Michigan and. You know what I mean? Or north. You can go north up to the straits, right? Yeah. But there's actually places east. <laughs> so That's where Cedarville is? Cedarville is, is there. To the east. Okay. And uh, the gal that sold me this bottle said it's a terrific place and we should go sometime. Hmm. She said it was very cool. Little okay. town. Cedarville. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Cedarville. Shout out Cedarville. Uh, yeah. We hear you. Uh, this one we feel you, Cedarville. Uh, so I've tried this vodka when I did this tasting, and I was really, really impressed by it. So we'll see how it compares to, say, like a Valentine's. Um, uh, interestingly enough, it is 41%. Yeah, I thought that was weird. 82 proof. Since you're speaking French, pourquoi? <laughs> Why? Uh, For what? No reason. But yeah. here's what I've learned about vodka. Okay. Basically what vodka is is the leftover alcohol of whatever you're fermenting. So that's why um, it doesn't matter what you make vodka out of. It doesn't matter whether you make it out of potatoes or corn. It's, it's, it, 
it's gonna it, it no longer maintains the flavor of what you make it out of. It's just you, alcohol plus water. It's just alcohol. Yeah. Right. Then and water to thinned out. And that's what gives you your proof. Right. So how much water you add determines the proof. Yeah. So you know they added, uh, you know. Fifty-nine uh, percent water. Not quite enough water. <laughs> <laughs> or well, that was the number they wanted. Right. Like, like, like with vodka, it is completely the number you want. You can make the proof. You know, it starts off at one hundred percent, one hundred percent alcohol, alcohol yeah. and then you thin it out. Thin it out. So, okay, thought that was interesting. Yeah. So they did that just because. <laughs> yeah, who knew? It makes no sense, but we love it. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get them poured here. Uh, well, do we want to... Hmm. We get, we're trying to do three here, right? Yeah, well, nice that's sound. great sound. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look. Okay, so let's just do this one and then see if we can't compare it to the other ones that we had. So I think there's... More mm-hmm. smell than Valentine, but not, but not as, as much, much as Mammoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's a, a, a bit more. It's still pretty darn smooth. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. It's I do not, think the, It's not Valentine's. I think the no. Valentine got more bitter as it warmed up, though, for me right. at least. And this still isn't as I would drink it. I mean, like, you know, pour it over ice, you know, throw your favorite uh, uh, garnish in there, whether it be a... A, a twig. A twig off the ground, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean an olive or uh, uh, what's the other popular thing? Um, lemon lime, you know. Lemon things like that. Le- Lemon grass. <laughs> this is good. Mm. This is. Uh, but I was impressed by this when I yeah, had it. It's definitely um, very sippable. Um, How does this compare price-wise to Valentine? Uh, uh, this was more. Hmm. It's also a very small batch. Okay. And I bought it in a touristy area. So I don't know if I got liquor, liquor uh, state-controlled lo- uh, price, you right. know. You got the tourist. <laughs> you go yeah. east of the bridge, you don't know. <laughs> well, I got it in Mackinac, so we were, oh. you know. Oh, so you were. But so, so they have a, 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 a tasting down in the tourist trap area. Yeah. But now I want to go there, you know. Hmm. Um, yeah, not bad. Yeah. All right. So now our fourth vodka. Yep. Did we ever... Uh, what is the name? That I was just going to ask that. Did Our we ever ready? actually talk about it? No, maybe not. It is called Our Vodka by Our Detroit. So Our Detroit is the name of the distillery? Yep. And they said it's hand... Oh, it's hand-blended and bottled at their micro-distillery in southwest Detroit. Hand-blended and bottled. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, we were talking. At their micro distillery. See? Oh, that's where maybe the, um, what yeah. was the other distillery that was on the label? Well, no, it just said um, distilled from grain, blended and bottled by our Detroit, by our Detroit vodka. Um, and then it says in collaboration with Pernod Ricard. And Pernod Ricard is a big um, liquor distributor. Uh like especially to like bars and restaurants, you know, a lot of them get their liquor from. I don't. I don't think the the liquor store does as much, mm-hmm. but bars and restaurants. There's two big liquor distributors in the country. Uh, Pernod is one of them. I, I forget what the other one is, but uh, I, I knew someone that worked for Pernod, and they, it, it was a, it was a tough gig. Um, 
basically like if you were a salesperson for Pernod, you would, um, they would align themselves with like new liquors. Uh, one of them was like, you know, El Toro um, <laughs> tequila or something like that, right? And yeah. then, and then it's bringing up a lot of bad memories. Yeah, it wasn't El Toro, but it was like, it was because it was a newer tequila, but it was something like that, right? And then, as a salesperson, you would go into bars and you would want to meet with the manager, the owner who makes the decisions, and you bring the bottles with you. Yeah. And it's it's a tough gig because you're working really crazy hours. You know, you're trying to get people's attention. Um, you know, you're giving away these free bottles. I mean, it's you, you don't know if, it, if you give it to a bar that they're actually going to sell it. Uh, really kind of interesting business. It's model. a hard market to get into with so many other liquors out there. But you're just you're working for the distributor, so Pernod doesn't really care as long as they keep buying bottles. I'm saying like yeah. you get to the bar to purchase those bottles, though. It's not as fumey. No, the so yeah, given a whiff of hmm. the the uh, the homemade brew vodka here. It, I it, smell the lemon. I smell the tea. It yeah, smells I, like I, a tea. I to smell me. the tea. I, mm. I don't know. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> Mm. You, you know, I don't think it's that bad of vodka. See, I'm just not sure I like the the, the, the flavor. Botanicals. Yeah. Like I, I it, it doesn't taste like witch hazel to me. Witch hazel. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I, I'm not sure about the tea flavor. It is like tea to me, like yeah. a white tea. I don't know. I'm not, I don't like the flavor. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not crazy either. So. I mean, do you think if we had it over ice, it'd be better? No. <laughs> now, I'm, now the smell's getting worse. Maybe we did let it steep too long. No, no, no. It couldn't have been. I don't know. I can't see myself ever wanting it. <laughs> Are they using the botanicals to mask bad vodka? Well, no, I don't I think it's a gimmick. Do they have other flavors? Like, does the box say, hey, enjoy our, you know... Mm, I didn't see that. You know, black either. licorice and peanut butter? <laughs> I'll say no. <laughs> I mean, they should, right? They but should, yeah. That would be good marketing. If, you, if you're making multiple flavors, like, you know... Or can... Try your potpourri. Maybe what they ought to be in the market of is just making infusers. So now you, you buy a kit to flavor your vodka, so you can... You can buy whatever vodka you like. I don't think they're good at that either. Well, I'm just saying, but maybe there's a market there. Probably. Could be. If done right. If done right. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm a big fan either. So. Bottoms up botanicals. Oh, Infusions. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Infusions. Uh, but yeah, we were, I, I was, I was saying about, about vodka in particular. If there's flavored vodka, it has to be infused. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't. You know, you can't get the flavor of anything when you're in the fermenting process. Right. So, you know, infusing vodka is a thing, you know. So then really what makes a good vodka versus a poor vodka, you know, if the flavor is doesn't matter or you can shoot whatever flavor you want to put into it, uh, what it really comes down to is the distilling process. Because if the goal is to have, you know, no alcohol flavor and no other flavors in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the only other mm-hmm. thing that you're doing with vodka is distilling it. And, you know, 
from everything that I've read and from what I've tasted, most of it comes down to the number of times it goes through a distilling process, which also then means it goes through a filtering process because right. you distill and filter, distill and filter, distill and filter. Um, you know, I was curious as to what the number was for kettle one. Uh, no, three is the minimum. Okay. <laughs> so I thought Grey Goose was three, and that was their big selling point. No, three. Triple tri- distilled. That's Yeah, that's that's garbage. Okay, that's just marketing? No, no, no. Three is bad. Right, okay. Yeah. But they're yeah. they're one, hyping it as good. One article I read, it says you can't really make vodka unless you distill it three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kettle One, I don't think they really publish it, but I think what I read about their distilling process, it's different than others. I think they do it ten times, but I think it's all like in the same in the same process. They have mm-hmm. these ten column distillers, um, dist, uh, stills, and it runs through all ten of them as it's moving along. I, I guess the uh, um, the distillery is really a really cool place to go. Hmm. And they have kettle one, like the original kettle number one. And it goes back to these laws of like the 1500s um, in, uh, in uh, the, uh, the Netherlands. And, and so that, you, you had to wear the... Yeah. So you, and you had to mark your bottles with whatever still they came out of. And there's actually a, a, a kettle one. But uh, uh, so then it was like, you know, some... Tens of years ago, that they uh, they put in these uh, column stills that they call them, and they're the only ones that use it. So it is it is distilled differently than other vodkas. Uh, I believe Straits vodka was seven times. It was six or seven seven times it's distilled. Um, I did see. I was at Costco the other day, and they have a, a they have two Kirkland vodkas. They have a, a, a regular and a premium. And the, the premium said distilled six times, I think. Hmm. So you you know you see people kind of calling it out on there, but it's not always um, easy to get that information. Right. I, I heard maybe you can confirm or deny this that you could use coffee filters to filter your own. Have you heard this before? Uh, no. No. Filter okay. your own. Yeah, you can take a cheap vodka. Oh, okay. Run it through coffee filters, and then the end result is that it will be... It gets better quality. Be, yeah, be top-shelf vodka. They, they say the filtering takes the head and tail out of the vodka. That's the, the nomenclature that they use in, in, <clears throat> in vodka distilling. Um, I guess you just want the body, right? But yeah, the head yeah, and the tail guess. are the, you know, the parts that are no good. But that's what they said. They take the head and tail out. So... Running it through coffee filters, maybe that does that. Now, if I remember correctly, Mythbusters did an episode on this, and they confirmed it. They they loved getting drunk on that show. <laughs> <laughs> we love getting drunk on this show. Um, they confirmed it, but found you had to run it through so many coffee filters that you're better off just buying <laughs> the better vodka anyway. <laughs> so. uh, like, how many coffee filters? Like, 30? 100? I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a long time, but they had to run it through quite a few of them, and it made a difference. But just buy the better vodka anyway. Yeah. Now that's uh, that's my mantra: buy the better vodka. <laughs> um. So what brought us to this place was this idea 
of looking at the craft distillery business in Michigan because we are so obsessed with craft beers in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And the fear that we might run out of beer someday, so we're going to have to talk about something else. (laughs) 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 Which seems highly unlikely. Um, And looking into this, I, I see that Michigan is like ranked way up there in craft distilleries, just like it is in craft beers. And you're never quite sure, like, because, you know, you're own, you live in your own little universe. And, mm-hmm. Okay, we see Michigan liquors, you, you know. Uh, I'll give Myers uh, credit. They have a nice Michigan liquor section. Yep. Um, uh, but sure enough, it's not just because we see those bottles at Michigan. Myers has lots to choose from, more so than many other uh, states. So, uh, according to the uh, Michigan Craft Distillers Association, I think we're up to 62 craft distilleries in Michigan. Hmm. Uh, I would have guessed. When, at one point in time in America, there was like only 100. Hmm. What was that? Uh, uh, like in the 1950s. When, when, oh. when, so, like 200 years ago, there were 5,000, <laughs> right? You know, and then that all got consolidated, you know, and put out of business, moonshiners or right. whatever, right? So then that all got consolidated, and there were like a, a, a hundred distillers in, in the U.S. Huh. You know, everybody was drinking Jack Daniels, right? Um, and what's even, you know, we, we talk about Grand Rapids being the city of beer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it is also the city of craft liquors. It is ranked... Tenth, in the country. In the country, yeah. Behind Seattle, Portland, Denver, Washington, San Diego, Philadelphia, Austin, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Grand Rapids. All those huge towns. Yeah, no, that, that's Grand holding Rapids. its own against that company, right? Every one of those towns you mentioned. I would live in every be. single one of those towns <laughs> except for probably St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis. Eh, yeah. Eh. But I know you guys had a hurricane, but <laughs> we're sorry about that. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about the Grand Rapids? Didn't thing? they hurricane? No, in oh, St. Louis. Sharpie? Yeah, yeah, we made it all the way up there. <laughs> I think that was string and tape. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. No, you know, Grand Rapids on the list, and so is Austin. Have you guys ever heard that Grand Rapids is like the Austin of the North? I've never heard that. I, I've heard that now, like on this list, reminded me of that. And then somebody I, I in was regards talking to, the, to music, just in regards to the kind of town that it is. I've never been to Austin. I want to go so bad. Yeah. No. Likewise, I want to go there to get a tattoo from David Vega, but I've been wanting to go there for the music scene. Are you going to get an SRV tattoo? No. Why not? No. If you're in Austin. Well, yeah. All right. I'll get a tramp stamp. (laughs) (laughs) Stevie M. Uh, Will that make you happy? Nope. I'll I'll wear like the floating midriff so you can see it. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm trying really hard not to visualize that. I'm Uh, I'm doing it for you. uh, Anyway, so craft distilleries are just exploding all over Michigan. Grand Rapids. That's awesome. Um, Where else in Michigan besides Grand Rapids? Uh, Detroit. They're kicking oh, yeah. ass. Detroit is, uh, you know, also opening up more and more. Mm-hmm. 
um, Valentine's, well, Detroit area. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but what's the one down uh, downtown? Uh, 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 two guys? Two, help me out, somebody. I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe How not. How could we help you out? Uh, uh, I'm not a distillery guy. Are you more likely now to buy local that you know that there's this many? Is, it, is this one of those things where people should buy local? They should. I won't. What does that mean? What does that mean, Fred? I'm not a liquor guy. Well, yeah, but you have to buy it occasionally. Okay. <laughs> You'll go with me on that. <laughs> You're enjoying the vodkas. Mm, not, not really. Uh, let's go back to beer. No, I'm no. sorry. I, I'm just... There's many more liquors that we have to taste. Okay. You know, we haven't even, yeah, I mean, we haven't even touched on the whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Traverse City Whiskey Company? Yeah. Okay. Like some whiskey sellers. You know, it, it, it's kind of funny because I was hoping, like, tonight would kind of open me up to the whole straight liquor thing, but so far, no. Well, it's just vodka. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so far, it's vodka. And I'm not open up to it. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I'm I, just being honest. No, no, I wouldn't expect anyone to switch to drinking straight liquor by just doing a tasting of vodka. Like, that, yeah. to, to me, that's pretty hardcore. I like straight vodka. But... You're maniacal. You know, <laughs> but, but, you know, to, to me, when you start getting into craft uh, uh, spirits... Uh, it's really about the whiskeys. I would agree. And 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 there are so many varieties, you know. Yeah. If someone's going to go through and sip something, it's going to be a whiskey or a bourbon, not a vodka. Uh, right, right. That's somewhat redundant what you just said. Bourbon is a whiskey. Yes. Yeah. But whiskey is not necessarily a bourbon. Yes. Do you know what makes a bourbon a bourbon? Kentucky. No, um, no, no, it used to be that way. Okay. There used to be like the laws, yeah. right? Scotch had to come from Scotland. Um, bourbon just has to come from the U.S. now. So they've kind of opened oh, okay. that up. Yeah. Because it used to be just from Kentucky or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tennessee whiskey is a variation of bourbon, but sometimes they don't call it that. They just call it Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Right. But uh, uh, 51% corn mash. So it's whatever you make the mash out of is what determines what kind of whiskey it is. So so rye is 51% rye, bourbon's 51% corn. Uh, plain, you know, like uh, Canadian whiskey is 51% wheat, I think. Mm. So it's, it's it, and then the other 49% can be all kinds of different, you know, can be ryes and barleys and things like that all mixed in to, to the mash. The mash, yeah. the monster mash. Anyway, uh, it's it's pretty fascinating what's happening in Michigan with with craft distilleries. Um, you know, this article states that there's going to be probably double the number of craft distillers in Michigan in three to five years. So it's kind of on that same you know high growth trajectory yeah. that craft beers were a couple of years ago. I think that's cool. I like that. Um, so why why do you suppose that is? 
what is about Michigan that lends itself to this? Any idea? We need to do a lot of heavy drinking in this state. I think it's. I think it's. I think it comes if the market's there, which means that the people are we trendy. Uh because it maybe. is somewhat of a trend, I think right? There's a certain few cities in Michigan that are trying to be very trendy and hip. Yeah, uh, I, I guess trendy. I, I was saying, I, I think it's got to be the people, right? I mean, why haven't craft beers caught on like they have in Michigan or craft distilleries like they have in, in Ohio as they have in Michigan? I mean, we're both part of the Midwest. But when I think about, especially um, the culture, lack of a better word, the culture of, say, like Western Michigan and the Detroit area, I don't see anything similar to that necessarily in Ohio. I mean, Cincinnati is an okay town. (laughs) (laughs) Okay ish. (laughs) I I don't want to disparage anybody that lives in Ohio. I mean, I used to live in Ohio. Cleveland, we liked it. Cleveland mm-hmm. rocks. But is that is that answering your question, Fred? Is do you, do you think it's the people? Do you think that, um, or is it just coincidence? You know, like like what makes what what why is Denver and Portland such great towns for craft beers and 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 spirits? As as like Michigan or you know, you know Denver's that way, but. Uh, you know, Boise isn't. Well, I, I guess what makes I kind of think it's the people. Yeah. For, for whatever reason, people that want to start those businesses feel like there's a market mm-hmm. for that. And that and the market for, uh, you know, consumable, it's like consumable beverages and whatnot, it's the people. I mean, you're not, you know, you're not making it because, you know, the weather. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, one, thing you know, you, I, one thing you mentioned earlier was the water that goes into it. And I've heard a lot of times that our craft beer is so good, it's because of Great Lakes. Yeah. Well, so the Mammoth, they're using Torch Lake, <laughs> which is one of the most beautiful, pristine lakes in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's known. It's, it, it was in National Geographic as, I think, the most beautiful inland lake ever. Uh, have you ever been to Torchlight? No, I haven't. Mm. You guys really got I've it. I've driven. Have you ever gone I've to the, driven the bridge around and it. gone east? <laughs> I've driven around it. Okay, next time you're driving around it, I know pull where, into... I know where it is. No, just pull into one of the public access places. There's a couple... Of, most of it's all privately owned, right? Huge homes around it because the lake is just beautiful. It's just, But there's a couple public access points that you can... Like parks. Pull in and look at this lake. It is unbelievable. The color hear and the like clarity. Being in the Bahamas or yeah. whatever, but in Michigan, without and the hurricane. It's got the... Uh, in paper tires. <laughs> you know, we... <laughs> you've got... Keep it's, up. it's this beautiful Keep up. Keep turquoise up. blue, but then as you're standing right over it, it's just clear as, you know, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and vodka nice. until it's infused with a tea bag. Right. It's just <laughs> you know, a light brown... You know, I think you could do the same thing with a tea bag. This is tea bagged vodka. <laughs> there, there's a show title. That sounds that very naughty. 
Yeah. 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 I, I've heard that about Torchlight. Yeah. No, it, it, it really is something else. I bet you got to make big bucks have a place. Yeah. The homes. And, and um, there's not, there's no hotels on it. There's not cottages. You know, it's all been bought up by, by private. Didn't Lefty have some connection to Torchlight? Mm-hmm. Didn't he a have long time an ago. uncle or... Yeah. No. Some such Something stuff. like that. Uh, and, and Big Wave used to have a connection, too. They used to do Might a, have been a big deal. Uh, uh, they used to do a Donzi run. Oh, okay. On Torch Lake. Danzig? <laughs> Donzi, boat. Mother! <laughs> Mother! But, but, but there must have been some... Uh, lakefront owners that also own Donzies, which is why they would do it there. You know what I mean? Because they don't want like anyone just pulling in and dropping a boat on their lake, and it's pretty snooty. Happens for a bit. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I suppose if you had a Donzie, you might be welcomed, but it's Donzie is pretentious enough, right? <laughs> it is for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but they're badass too. Oh yeah. So. We'll wait a little bit longer here before we do our me- next Michigan liquor, Fred. I think we're probably going to have to. Because <laughs> I have not been nudged along. I thought I would be. Well, well you know what? We'll, maybe we've got to be practicing in between. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. Come over to my chateau. We get the, the fire pit lit up. You know, I... I wouldn't be Michigan. I open up a couple of uh, Bob Dylan bottles. Of what? Uh, bourbon rye whiskey. Mm. He does one of each. Might try the whiskey. I haven't tried the rye. No, uh, it's still still sealed. What does it taste like? I don't, I don't even know that I've ever whiskey. had rye. What's rye? It's fifty one percent rye mash. Oh, okay. You mentioned that. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I'm just wondering what the flavor difference uh, is. I, I'm not good enough to tell you. I, 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 you know, for me, liquor's like, oh, I like that. Eh, I don't like that as much. You know, I, don't, I can't get into all the subtle notes of almond and, you know, dark chocolate. They have that? They have that. Amazing. Just like beer. Bob Dylan. All right. Nah, just get me out of here. <laughs> get us out of here. <laughs> Bottoms up. Cause baby, I hate you. Cause baby, I hate you. Cause baby.